letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories. From News Talk 830-WCCO, this is the All Local. With the WCCO All Local, I'm Mark Fry. Stories for this Monday, April 24th include the Minnesota House is debating a bill that would legalize recreational marijuana in the state. An update about a deadly house fire in Cannon Falls last week, and it continues to be a terrible year for potholes in St. Paul. Our top story, state officials say Kim Potter, the former Brooklyn Center police officer convicted in the death of a black motorist, has been released from prison after serving 16 months of a two-year sentence. The Department of Corrections reports that Potter left the Shakopee Women's Prison about 4 o'clock this morning, adding that the timing of the release had to do with safety concerns. It was just over two years when Potter shot and killed 20-year-old Dante Wright during a traffic stop, mistaking her handgun for a taser. She was eventually convicted of manslaughter. Potter will remain on supervised release until the end of this year and is expected to live in Wisconsin. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. As for what's next for Potter, Twin Cities defense attorney Joe Friedberg, who's not associated with the case, telling our own Chad Hartman that it will be interesting to see what the future holds for her. She's going to have a new life. She's going to have a new career of some kind. I, I don't doubt that there are many people waiting to offer her employment since a very large part of the public felt that she was wrongfully convicted in the first place. The Minnesota House is set to vote on a bill that would legalize recreational marijuana. DFL Representative Zach Stevenson met with reporters on Monday morning. This is a historic day uh, for Minnesotans who have been waiting uh, for cannabis legalization for many, many years. We're going to get the job done this year. The push to legalize marijuana is drawing mixed reviews from Minnesota Republicans. Assistant House Minority Leader Kristen Robbins telling KSTP political reporter Tom Hauser during the WCCO Morning News today that the bill doesn't address public safety and the need for drug recognition experts. The chiefs were asking for, I believe, $10 million in training 250 officers to be able to really have you know a significant growth in the force of people who have this specialized training. And the fiscal note shows um, five. Robbins says debate on that bill will likely last until midnight. President Joe Biden's expected to announce his re-election campaign sometime this week. Senator Amy Klobuchar says he's built a record to run on. Whether it is passing landmark legislation to bring down pharmaceutical prices, whether it is its investment in infrastructure that's going to bring high-speed broadband to every part of the country, including rural areas in my state, or whether it's bringing back manufacturing, he has the back of the American people. Klobuchar's comments came on CNN's State of the Union show. We're learning more about a deadly fire in Cannon Falls last week. Police now say the fire killed 10-month-old Sequoia Johnson. She suffered smoke inhalation. Firefighters also pulled her two siblings, who are still in critical condition. The mother also suffered significant injuries. No word on a cause. We could soon learn the fate of former Minneapolis police officer Toe Tao, who's facing state charges for the death of George Floyd. Tao opted to forego a jury trial, putting the decision solely in the hands of Judge Peter Cahill. That decision comes at a time when court systems, including the one in Hennepin County, are dealing with a backlog of cases due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Attorney Jack Rice says cases that would have normally went to trial got kicked down the road, and then even more cases came about. And so it got worse and worse and worse, 
And then we had all of the illness and other issues that delayed everything beyond that. And how do you keep up when you're barely keeping up in the first place? And then you have a backlog, which makes it even worse. Next Monday, May 1st, marks 90 days since sides submitted closing arguments in Tao's case. While fixing the worst pothole problem St. Paul has seen in a long time has been slow going, Public Works Director Sean Kershaw spoke with 5 Eyewitness News' Tom Hauser on Monday morning during the WCCO Morning News. I really appreciate everyone's patience because, you know, I live in the city. It's frustrating. What we're doing right now is focused on the potholes that are the worst that are, you know, the most that cause safety concerns. Most of those are done. Now we're moving into getting caught up on arterial streets. Kershaw says city employees from other departments like sewers and forestry that had been helping on potholes have been pulled into flood duty. He says they're slowly getting caught up and admits it's been really frustrating for residents. And we're approaching severe weather season, and that means some people may feel the need to get out and storm chase despite not having an ounce of training or experience when it comes to severe storms. WCCO radio meteorologist Paul Douglas says trained storm spotters play a key role when it comes to learning about storms, and sometimes storm gawkers get in the way. The part that worries me, if you have hundreds or thousands of storm chasers, all on the highway, not only is it a safety risk, but you might be getting in the way of actual scientists who are doing actual research trying to make tornado forecasting better. So that's something that always goes through the back of my mind. And there's also a safety component. Paul says Skywarn classes teach storm spotters where they should position themselves to try and avoid extremely dangerous situations. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO.